Blog Talk Radio. Radios, a date with destiny for Monday, October the 15th. I am your host, Lisa M. Saunders, coming to you live from Baltimore, Maryland, as I will be doing every Monday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This broadcast is being sponsored by Masterminds, LLC, inspiring and empowering people to achieve their destiny. We have another very special show for you this evening, and I am pleased to once again have co-hosting with me my partner, Ms. Teresa Hamilton, who is the CEO and founder of Making It Happen Incorporated, transforming your dreams into reality. Hello, Ms. Teresa. How are you today? The topic for tonight's discussion is here's to the crazy ones. And I just want to make sure that everything is working properly here, Um, making sure that I have all my connections. So, Teresa, are you there? Hello? Hello, is anybody there? Okay, I'm seeming to have a little technical difficulty tonight with uh, the opening, and um, I'm going to continue on. Uh, Miss Teresa Hamilton is my co-host for today, and I'm just trying to make sure that I have a proper connection. Uh, let's see. Teresa, are you there? Okay, I'm going to keep going. Um, tonight's topic, as I said, was... Here is to the crazy ones. And joining us in tonight's discussion, we welcome back to the show Mr. Don Lawrence, who is the founder and CEO of the Lawrence Companies LLC. He is a real estate investor, coach, trainer, public speaker, and a self-made millionaire. So we're excited to be bringing Mr. Don Lawrence back onto the show. For those of you tuning in via the computer, please click on the follow button on the left-hand side of the title so that you can receive updates on upcoming broadcasts. We are now available as a podcast, and it's free. So you can go to the iTunes store, click on podcast, and type in A Date with Destiny. You will also receive future episodes as well as being able to take us with you wherever you go. And I want to say that we have uh, quite a few people who have downloaded us via the iTunes, um, and we are very, very grateful and appreciative of that. So uh, you can also send me a message through this site. If you would like to become a sponsor or to get more exposure for your literary work or business, you can send a message through my Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny 101, or you can leave a message via my website, uh, info at yourdestinyawaits.net. Now, let me see if we have Teresa's microphone working. Uh, Teresa, are you there? Okay, I'm still not hearing Teresa. Hello? Okay, we're we're having a bad connection. Um, but I do have my guest online, um, and we're going to be bringing Mr. Don Lawrence in in a second. Uh, before we get started, I was going to have uh, Teresa talk about we have an upcoming event this Saturday 
at 7 p.m. in Columbia, Mar- um, Columbia, Maryland at the Homewood Suites. And it's a literary and uh, uh, poetry um, uh, event that we're putting on, and we're very, very excited to have some wonderful, wonderful talent presenting at that particular event. Uh, we have information posted on Facebook as well as our website, uh, mihgroup.org. That is mihgroup.org, and you can go on there and, and look at all the particulars and even purchase a ticket. You can come on out. Um, I'm hosting the event. I'm looking at, uh, forward to meeting a lot of you. Um, a lot of you have responded, and we're just excited about the whole um, the whole event so uh moving forward we are now let me see if i can bring teresa and hello teresa are you there yes can you hear me i can hear you now there you are i don't know what was going on <laughs> yeah, we were having a little weird bit. yes um i know there were a number of storms so it could be part of that and i I'm don't sure, know you know, i don't know i'm just hoping the first part of the segment recorded <laughs> if it didn't <laughs> We're going to keep moving anyway. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) So I think if you were on, um, I don't know if you were um, able to hear me talk about the event coming up on Saturday. Was there anything else that you wanted to add to that? Yes, I really wanted to. uh, This is our first annual poetry and literary uh, prowess event. And I wanted to mention that um, although we have some top uh, poets who have won numerous awards um, nationally, uh, we also have some some uh, novices, and I think that there are a lot of people out there who write poetry, and they have a voice, and even though they may not be able to be on the program, I would highly recommend them to be in attendance so that perhaps next year when we put the event on, they would like to venture out and at Excellent. least try to get up in front of a crowd. Because yeah. there's nothing like um, uh, really expressing your voice. It, it will prove to be such an entertaining and exciting event. Excellent, excellent. I believe so, too. And so many people, like I said, have responded and bought tickets, and we yeah. are really, really excited uh, to, to do this. And then during that event, Teresa, we have a couple of other events coming up at the top of the year, uh, some of our seminars, um, and one in particular, if you'd like to go ahead and elaborate on that just a bit, the sure. one we have coming uh, up in March. <clears throat> exactly. Uh, next year, uh, what we're going to do is help people, uh, not only if you don't know what your purpose is and you would like to know what it is, we have uh, some tools to help you get there. And so it's an eight-hour seminar session, and specifically mm-hmm. we will be covering covering topics such as, you know, discovering what your purpose is and how to make uh, take the first few steps to getting where you want to go. And so we'll be doing a lot of strategic planning as well as hearing, uh, framing why it's so important, especially in these economic times, for everyone to truly be living out their purpose rather than just kind of going to a job every day and, 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 and that. So that's that will be the focus on this event. In addition to that, there are, we have a second uh, seminar, which was which will focus specifically on publishing. So if you're an author out there and you want uh, an inexpensive way to get your works out there uh, for, for everyone to see published, you should come to this event. It, it will prove to be uh, very useful for you. And please give us a call at uh, 301-379-2709 or visit a date with Destiny. Uh, website and leave a note if you're interested in uh, any of these events or uh, the Making It Happen site, www.mihgroup.org. Yes, and as we continue to broadcast um, on Mondays, we will keep you updated with all of the information and the particulars and when you can start signing up uh, for those events. So let's move forward. Um, how are you this evening, Ms. Teresa? I hope all is well. Yes, I'm doing well now. I uh, like I said, I, I just enjoy the fall weather, like the foliage, and then I just enjoy just the smell of a season change. Me too. And um, and then I know that it's getting ready for one of the most glorious times of year, and that is uh, during the uh, the holiday season, Christmas yeah. season. So I just can't wait. I'm just really, really excited about this time of year. 
Me too. And even with this liquid, all this liquid sunshine we had today, it just <laughs> yes, made you I actually just want to stay in the bed. <laughs> yes, yes. And I did just that, and that's why I may be overly uh, bubbly today, but that's a good thing. <laughs> well, that, it's always good to be bubbly, and you're bubbly yes. all the time anyway. So, yes. you know, that's, that's better than the opposite. Um, yes. And I, like I said, I don't know if the top end or the top half of what I said about what the show is going to be about tonight, um, or introducing my guest. I don't, I don't know what it, you know, broadcast or what was heard. So um, I'm just going to move forward and kind of repeat. Um, and the joining us tonight, uh, our our special guest, and I'm excited to have him come on with us. Um, actually, this is the second time back on the show, Mr. Don Lawrence who is the founder and CEO of the Lawrence Companies, LLC. He is a real estate investor, coach, trainer, public speaker, and a self-made millionaire. But before we get started with that, um, our last live broadcast was very special uh, as we celebrated the life of a very, very special young lady to whom I would like to once again thank for coming on the show and sharing her story with us. I know it isn't easy uh, bearing your soul to the world, but she did an excellent job, and um, I just really want to thank her again publicly for coming on and sharing that with us. So many people, uh, believe it or not, we've had over 2,000 hits on that show. Wow. And um, as as I look at it, the numbers are steadily climbing um, every day. And as a matter of fact, real quick, uh, Ms. Teresa, we did not yeah. uh, broadcast live last week. We have a milestone to celebrate. We yes, have now yes. hit over, well, actually, wow. as of last week, we, we hit over 10,000 listeners. And as of today, we're over 11. So, Thank you, everyone, who has tuned into this program, who is supporting this program, who has downloaded this program, and who yes, continues yes. to listen and support. Yes, yes. We are so grateful, uh, grateful to you. And I really appreciate everyone who's left me messages um, uh, about the show, about our topics, and how it's helped them in one way or another. So, woohoo! I got to give my yes, standard yes. woohoo shout. <laughs> Yes, and Just Lisa, really we have to thank people. you for for also having the vision to put on a show like this, because with so much stuff out there, we usually hear the negative, uh, unfortunately, in our society more than yes. we hear the positive. Or and so we really like to salute you as well for the initiative and being a trailblazer, because there are very few shows out here like that to truly be able to give back to those that are in need or just needing a little direction, or even just a bit of encouragement. So we thank you for that as well, Lisa. Oh, thank you. I enjoy every single minute of it. Okay, so, um, and Teresa, thank you too. I mean, come on, you know, you've been on with me faithfully and diligently every week, week to week, so I appreciate you as well. Um, And we're just going to continue to to move it forward and to help people out um, in one way, shape, or form. And hopefully, you know, people are enjoying as well and, you know, to bring some sunshine and laughter into their lives. Um, I'm quite sure this show is going to do the same because our guest, you know, he's a very funny guy. (laughs) Um, And I know everyone is really, really going to enjoy him. Tonight's show is dedicated to all the crazy ones, the misfits, the rebels, the troublemakers, the round pegs in the square holes, the ones who see things differently. They're not fond of rules, and they have no respect for the status quo. You can quote them, disagree with them, glorify or vilify them. About the only thing you can't do is ignore them because they change things. They push the human race forward. And while some may see them as the crazy ones, we see genius. Because the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who actually do. And that's a quote from the Apple um, um, organization. And at this time, I would like to bring on our guest, one of the crazy ones, Mr. Don Lawrence, with whom I feel honored to share that title with. So, hey, Don, how are you this evening? 
I'm doing fantastic. Good to hear both of your voices tonight. How are you guys doing? Hey, John. Very We're well. We're doing great. Thank you. Thank you. I want to first thank you for sharing this time with us. Um, and don't you just love this description? I mean, I think it kind of sums us up in a nutshell. What do you think? Yeah, I, I like you said the other day when you called me and you asked me about being on the program, uh, and you uh, went through the front part of that, and you started telling me about what this was about, and you started reading that. I was like, holy crap. <laughs> that describes you perfectly. I know. That is really really absolutely a perfect description of the crazy one for which all three of us are. No, no question yeah. well, you know, And I wear that title um, proudly. I thank you very much. I, I wear it proudly. Uh-huh. Yeah. It. So, Don, tell us what you've been up to these days. I mean, it seems like I know we don't get to talk, like, on a regular basis because we're too busy being crazy, changing the world. Uh, but, you know, um, I'm always fascinated because you're, you're constantly moving forward. And um, so just tell us a little bit about what you've been up to. Well, I think that, uh, like what you say, constantly moving forward. My my uh, motto is uh, you just got to see the objectives and the obstacle must give way. So when you think about something that you want to do, you just got to realize that you can do it and move forward through that vein, you know. And mm-hmm. um, so actually what happened, as you described, in real estate investing, we've been uh, continually flipping houses and um that has been doing fairly well. We've had some challenges, which is really great because we learned a whole bunch of stuff over the last year. And uh, But I'm working on a, a house now that we're going to be finished up in a few weeks. I'm uh, actually taking on a little bit of construction work, which normally I don't work for the customer anymore because I'm flipping houses as an investor, but I took on a, a finished basement, and that's going fairly well when that's done. Um, I'm actually looking for a little breathing room. Uh, we'll tell you we've had some great things happen. Last year, I think I, on the last program, I told you I was looking for a new house, and my wife and I uh, have been looking, and we found a place we've had our eyes on for nearly a year and a half. This is a house we were going to pay a half a million dollars for, for our own home, and God has blessed us to be able to watch that thing go into foreclosure, and we're going to get it for 250 And it's got wow. three acres wow. of land right, right, uh, right across the, horse, the road from a horse farm. Now, see, I have a habit of seeing right across the street from the horse farm, but now I'm in the country. It's right across the road from it's a horse road. farm. Yeah. <laughs> <Wow>. It's a road, yeah. It's a road. So we, yeah, we're moving towards it. And, and the beautiful thing is, you know, we, we fixed my present house up, and everybody in the neighborhood, these houses are typically going for about 450 We fixed the house up really, really nice. It was nice prior to I even starting to fix it up, but we fixed it up, put it on the market Thursday night, Saturday morning, sold it for a full price offer at $525,000. And everybody in the neighborhood mm. heard that. It's like, you've got to be kidding me. And I believe that just God has favor on our lives, and we're just constantly, uh, you know, just moving forward. And that's what it's all about, you know. So I've been working in real estate and working with construction and, I have another business that we're getting ready to launch after the first of the year. I'm really excited about that. So, uh, like you said, always got my hands into some kind of kind of pie. Okay. Now, when you said something interesting uh, that you said to me, and I want us to talk about that uh, a little bit, Don, because uh, you are, um, again, one of those people who make things happen. You don't just talk about it. Uh, you walk your talk. So you mentioned um, you had quite a few challenges, and of course we all face challenges every single day of our lives. And a lot of times people will uh, allow challenges to stop them um, in their tracks. So tell me, you know, how do you uh, uh, personally uh, face those challenges and how do you, you know, just move past them to continue to do what you do? You know, it's really a lot of different things, but I think – a lot of it has to do with where I come from. When I was growing up, my dad was a Pentecostal minister, and he was a carpenter during the daytime. And we never had a lot of things. I remember the first time I got a jean jacket when I was in sixth grade. Boy, I thought it was something. I walked in with a nice jean <laughs> jacket. But the only way I got it, I cut, and I mowed lawns to earn the money to get that jean jacket. So oh, I've, I've always been pushed to have things that I wasn't able to have when I was a kid, knowing that things don't make you happy. Uh, but right. I've, I've had things and I've not had things, and having things is better. <laughs> okay. Right. So, you know, so looking at my life, and I think, you know, um, I read a book one time when I was uh, 19 years old. I read a book called The Magic of Thinking Big. It was by David Schwartz. It was written in the 1960s, and it said, you too can have, be, or do whatever you want. All you have to do is think you could. So I began mm-hmm. to read those positive books, and I, I read those books now. I mean, I read 
most continually about moving forward and trying to keep my mind focused on, on doing the things that are going to make my life better. And let mm-hmm. me digress just for a real quick moment and tell you a little bit of the history about a very, very tough challenge that I'd gone through and then show mm-hmm. you what I did in that response mm-hmm. or how I responded to it. In 1992, I had been diagnosed with ulcerative colitis in 1988. Fast forward to 92, I ended up having to have an, um, a colectomy where they take the entire colon out, and I have a bag on my side. I've had that bag on my side since 1992. I was 32 years old. And I remember coming out of the surgery, and I kept resisting it until the point where they, they gave me two weeks to live, and I said to the doctor, well, can I have a week to think about this? And of course, you know, <laughs> he laughed. And, uh, but, you know, I just realized that once this is done, this is life as I now know it, rather than life as I now than I didn't I knew it. So mm-hmm. I feel like that you just have to just grab on the fact that there's something coming new, and it, with every challenge there comes an experience and a learning and a learning curve. And that one of the things I've always kept in mind that is that for every adversity comes with it the seed of a greater or equivalent benefit. Mm. Every time there's a challenge, I try to say, what is the takeaway? What can I learn from this experience? And I think that those things there keep me moving and in fact by the time I had gotten out of the hospital I was in there probably a week later and because I was handling it so well that I realized hey life goes on that they actually had people coming up from the other uh, hospital rooms that had just had the same surgery pushing them up in a wheelchair wanting to talk to me and find out what I was doing to feel better about it and I've had that bag on my side now since uh, almost 20 years and you've seen me get in front of rooms I'm a worship leader in my yeah. church I don't let it bother me at all and I do the same thing in business you're going to be hit with challenges you're going to be hit with things. You know, life's going to throw you a curve. You just learn how to catch, and that's just the bottom line. You just have to just move forward. I like it. that. You just have to learn how to catch. Yep. That's that's good. You know, and it's wow. First of all, I have to commend you because you know, I Teresa and I both knew your story, um, and I've watched you. You know, uh, you wouldn't even know it if you didn't say anything. Right. You know, and and here we have, you know, we're walking around fairly healthy, you know, um, without that particular um, issue, and that's a big one. I mean, that's a challenge that one really has to overcome. And again, it's all in how you choose to handle it, how you choose to catch, right? Yep, exactly. <laughs> um, and then what I like, what I also wanted to talk about too, something else that you said um, that's very significant. Um, New ways, basically, I'm paraphrasing, but new ways of doing things. Um, I find a lot of times in talking to a lot of people, they're always doing the same thing the same way and expecting different results, which is the definition of insanity. So, you know, in talking to people, and, you know, Teresa can can vouch for this, you know, I'm a very innovative thinker. Um, You know, when people say thinking outside of the box, well, I don't have a box. I never did have a box. (laughs) So, you know, I don't even know what thinking inside of a box means. And then it's like when when you when you start to continuously you know when you're a visionary and you start to uh, act on those visions and you just constantly are moving forward with it and then all of a sudden when you're talking to other people who looking at you like you're crazy <laughs> because they're right. used to doing things this well it's never been done that way before or yeah. um, I, I just don't do that well well what are you talking about and then you find yourself you know it's like wow you know am I really am I really that different from everyone else do i really think that differently from everyone else and and everybody has the same capacity of thinking differently (laughs) and you have to if you want to move forward and you want to succeed don't you find that you have to find new ways in order to make that happen yes i do And, and you know listening to that i think that the fact that those who are out there this evening listening to this program are taking the very first steps and or they're doing the right thing to, to be able to think differently because if you think about like all the positive books that we read and mm-hmm. you know, 100% of the books are read by 10% of the people and mm-hmm. when you think about doing things differently, just give you an example back to what happened to me with the ostomy. When I first left the hospital, they gave me these type of pouches, they call them, and they were really, really difficult and very challenging and uh, I was like, oh my gosh, i got to live the rest of my life like this? Well, I immediately began to think, well, what can I do to make this easier? How can I change this to be able to <laughs> go out and be able to, you know, be able to get rid of these things quick and snap one on, snap one off. So I started thinking about what about a throwaway pouch? So I started drawing this uh, diagram and thinking, man, this is a great idea. So I call my ostomy nurse and I say, hey, listen, I've got this idea. She says, oh, they've had those for years. I'm like, why didn't you tell me about this? But the point is, 
I ended up getting these pouches, and it changed my life because then I was able to go out to restaurants and I could go outside. I could, I didn't have to worry about constantly changing this uh, or, or doing the things that I needed to do. It was really, really difficult. Now I, right. I go anywhere I want to go. I fly on airplanes. I, I do anything I want to do. But I had to begin to think about if I had not thought that there was a different way, I'd probably still be dealing with the thing I was dealing with years ago. You know. Exactly, exactly. And for me, I mean, and, and Teresa and I talk about this all of the time, um, it really, you know, one of the things we talked about, I, I don't know which program it was, Teresa, but uh, it's called definite, Definiteness of Purpose, um, which is the, we found, which is the point from uh, which one must begin. And you have to have a burning desire in order yeah. for something to really manifest in your life. You know, like yeah. like for you, uh, uh, Don, when you just said about the bag, and you know, you had a burning desire. He's like, "Look, I'm not going to live this way for the rest of my exactly. life. There's got to be a different way, a better way." And look what happened. I mean, you could have just sat around and accepted it. Yep. And exactly. I think a lot of people sit around and they just accept rather than trying to think of a different way to make something happen. Yeah. Right, and I. And I did just, Lisa, just to cut in for just a second, mm-hmm. but one of the things that I discovered, and you spoke to uh, to this, uh, Dawn, is that we've got to have that burning passion and desire, and that was, in, that was uh, the Think and Grow Rich episode is when we had that discussion okay. of definitely okay. the purpose. And in reading a lot of biographers, um, biographies, especially one I just uh, read recently was on uh, Heinz, the guy who made ketchup, and it talks about, the challenges that you mentioned is that when you are going through those challenges, there's something in you that keeps saying go, go. And in one of the, when one session, he actually was not only bankrupt uh, during the banking crisis during the time, but he also had to go to jail. <laughs> but yet, that wow. didn't stop him from his goal. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think that that's the key: is that there's this burning desire that gets wrapped up in definition, definite plans, making a, you know, having a definite purpose that keeps us moving and pushing and pushing. Yeah. Yeah, and I and I remember when we first, uh, well, Teresa, you met Don before I did, and then we had a meeting and we sat down with him, and I was just blown away by this guy. I'm like, wow, he is fabulous, <laughs> you know, um, because you can see when he when he talks to you, uh, he has he talks with passion, and it doesn't yeah, matter you know what we were talking about or whatever. But when he talks, he talks with passion, and you can tell immediately that people like that, like Don, uh, the Dons of the world, the world, <laughs> they um, you know they're going to succeed. Say that again, Don. Yep, you're Don, absolutely what, right. Yeah, so it's just it's amazing to me um, that you you know that we've gotten to know each other um, and just to be able to share uh, like minds um, because I I know that when we first met you you were doing something totally different yes, <laughs> and now look at you I mean wow you've just <laughs> like taken the bull by the horns and you haven't looked back. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Yeah, I, and I'm so so blessed and privileged to have met both of you, and uh, it's made a huge difference in my life. And and just in my thinking, has been changed somewhat to a direction because of the conversation I had with you, Lisa. And that is, you know, why are you doing what you're doing? And you begin to really make me uh, begin to reflect on what it is I was doing and why I was doing it. And um, you ask me why am I chasing the dollar? And the right. interesting <laughs> thing about it is, I didn't think I was. I really thought, you know, but I guess to a degree I was, you know. But uh, I, I think what just motivates me is the thought that you can you can do things that I love to be able to do the things that are impossible. So when people look and say, "Wow, that couldn't be done," but look at that that's finished, you know, and maybe that's part of why when I do like the remodeling projects that I do, so many times somebody will say that can't be done, and you know yourself, you've never done anything yeah. in your life with the onset of saying this can't be done. You know in your heart, in your mind, your soul that this is going to be accomplished. Yeah. And all you have to do is move yourself to the formless stuff. In other words, it's without form. You move uh-huh. towards that direction and you, and you make it turn into what I call 3D. You know? yeah. <laughs> and, it's just, and it's like... Um, I mean, like talking about challenge. What, what what keeps the crazy ones going on? You know, and I think a, a large a large part of our makeup is mm-hmm. that it, it's a deep set need for integrity 
and values and morals. And I, I shared with you, uh, Lisa, when we were talking last week about a challenge. If you go, if I have a little bit of time to talk about what yeah, happened with that one piece of property, uh, mm-hmm. we, my, myself, when I when I did a seminar or worked in one of your seminars, uh, we had a lady come up and spoke with me and wanted to invest in a piece of property with me. And I was mm-hmm. elated. I couldn't believe, wow, this is great. I have a 20-minute uh, seminar, an opportunity to speak, and I have a lady come up and wants to work with me. Well, that that property, the first property we did. It was the only property at this point that we've done together. We formed a company together, and, and everybody thought, boy, this is a $380,000 piece of property. You guys are going to make $50,000 after cost on this thing. So we went forward, and I'll never forget when we uh, actually pulled the trigger on it, she she and I were kidding around. She said, you scared? I'm not scared. <laughs> so, so just, so I, I'm not, I ain't scared. And uh, so we went ahead and did it. And even the people that put the money up on the back end, because uh, she put some money up for the fix-up, and I did all the work, and literally it took 10 months to dump that property. When I say dump it, I mean everybody was totally blown away at the fact that this property was so beautiful. It was on an acre, wow. 1.2 acres of land. Everybody looked, they loved it. But the problem was that right around the corner there was a new community that was developing, and they were selling property for 350 and it didn't have any land, but they were brand-new houses. So the dynamics mm. changed while we were doing that project. We ended up wow. losing a ton of money on that project. The beautiful mm-hmm. thing about this lady, though, she's like, you know what, Don? We had a deal. You you brought the uh, work. I brought the money. It, it is what it is. Well, I don't think that way. We lost a bunch of money on that project, but the first thing I did, I sat down and told my wife, is I cannot live with myself to let anybody invest anything with me and lose money. I don't care what the deal is. So immediately I began to think about what can I do to rebound on this? What can I learn? And I went back to the people that lent us the hard, what they call hard money or private money. I said, listen. Obviously, we were financially challenged. I want to make this lady's money back. And uh, so I made a deal with them that they're going to actually – because most of the time when you do a deal, you have to do what's called points and closing. You have to put money up front. I told them, Mm -hmm. we're financially challenged at this point. Will you do a deal with me where you'll finance a couple of deals where I don't have to put anything up that I can pay you on the back end? And he said, Don, you've handled yourself with such integrity that we feel so secure that whatever you need, we'll do that. And then the point is – no matter what, you've got to find a way to push through. You've got to know what the goal is and just set your mind on it and just push through, go around it, over, under, whatever. Yeah. You've got to make wow. it happen. So when we're done, she will have 100% of her money back. Okay? And this wow. Is, this is the, you just have to conduct yourself with the utmost of integrity and values and morals and then just move in. And I believe God, he'll say he'll, he'll restore it to you a hundredfold, press down, yeah. shake it over. And I've experienced that in my life time and time and time again. Money's nothing. The relationships, if we have nothing else in this life but the relationships, that's the most important thing. Money. Wow. Oh, my God. I, that's awesome. That, that's and you know powerful. what? That is so right. And, Teresa, that's we were powerful. talking about this um, last week about relationships. You know, yeah. it is yeah. all about relationships. You know, yeah. because once a yeah. person loses their integrity, I mean, what yeah. else do we have after that? And and things, right. and, this, and for me, you know, with uh, um, not having any integrity or losing integrity, you know, you lose things as well because really yep. all you're doing is really maintaining, you know, you're gaining stuff, okay? Yes, stuff can make you happy, but then if you don't have any integrity to go along with it, you know, you'll, you'll lose it. <laughs> you know, well, unhappy you, you with lose people. it. <laughs> right. Say so that and again. I can't... Go ahead. Hello? Hello? I think it was Teresa. Oh, uh, yeah. That's Teresa? Yeah, I was... Okay. I was going to say, uh, Don, the other piece is that sometimes you don't need money. Can you speak to that issue? Yeah, as far as uh, not needing money to do things? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's the biggest for us that people think, i got to have money to do things. The reality is if you have an idea and you really like the idea and you feel comfortable with it and you've done your research and that, you know, I, I, I'll give you an example. This this project I'm getting ready to do after the first of the year, you know, looking at that, I'm thinking, man, you know, I really need about $50,000 to, to get this thing off. I, I, you know, I don't think in my mind, well, I don't have $50,000. I think, where can I find $50,000? What can I do? <laughs> right. To, you know what I mean? I was listening to a guy on the uh, news tonight. His name um Jimmy John's, it was a sandwich shop, you know. And for him, he was very fortunate to be able to go approach his mom and dad and said, hey, will you lend me $25,000? And they said, here's the deal. We'll give you $25,000, but if you don't succeed, you know, you got to join the Army. He said, okay, you got a deal. Now he's a multimillionaire. So the point wow. is, you can find, if you've got the right deal, 
okay? Mm -hmm. No matter what it is, if you've got the right project, you can find the money. You may not have a parent that has the 25000 You may not have a friend. But somebody out there is going to see something in you because of your passion for the, you know, the desire to make this business work or this pro product work. Uh, what I'm going to be doing after the first of the year, I'm going to launch it. I'm, I'm kind of keeping it a secret right now until I, I'm ready to go because it's such a unique, unique idea. Even the insurance companies said to me that they don't even have a category for it. And with everybody, wow. I've done sort of an informal survey, and everybody said, wow, what a great idea. I could really use that service. And uh, so you, and, and that's the other thing, too. Constantly think about those ideas because eventually you're going to come up with one. I must have started a thousand businesses in my mind. And mm -hmm. someone might go through a few minutes and it's like, well, I'm going to put that off the table. That's not going to work because of this. But you've got mm -hmm. to think them through. And I think that with not having any money, when I first started out, um, you know, I, I didn't have any money. I, I'd been out of construction business for a little bit. Uh, the economy had tanked. And the money that I borrowed out of my house, I had a quarter million dollars I put into property. Lost every bit of it overnight because when the economy tanked, so did they take my, my equity went. And I couldn't refinance to pull the cash out to do another deal. So what was I going to do? I didn't sit around and mope and say, gee, what was me? I said, okay, what's the next step here? Should I go back into contracting? Should I do handyman? Should I do, you know, a cleaning service? What should I do to get some cash flow so I can re recover and rebound? And that's how right. the crazy people think. You don't sit around right. and wait for it to happen. <laughs> that's the crazy people's thought. So um, <laughs> fortunately for me, I begin to think, well, you know, I, I, I described uh, – I got up one morning and looked in the mirror and I saw Don. The next morning I got up in the mirror and I saw a real estate investor. What's wow. The only thing exactly. changed was my thinking. So where did that real estate investor come from? From my thoughts and thoughts are things. Okay, well, what do right. real estate investors do? They find funding. And I begin to call people that I knew, uh, such as lawyers and doctors. I know they had money. Some of them I didn't even know. And I said, I'm not looking for a loan. I'm looking for a partner. And within six days, I was able to raise a million and a half dollars from a dentist that wanted to invest in real estate. And uh, he actually had done one house prior to working with me, and it was sort of a disaster. I knew the guy he was being in business with, again, back to that integrity thing. He ended up getting ripped off on that. But when he worked mm. with me, I mean, they've made over a quarter million dollars since they've been with me now for about almost two years. And all they do is write me out checks, and I do all the work. And So that's the other thing. Think about what I just said. I didn't mm -hmm. put a dime on my own money. So the return on my yeah. investment is infinite, isn't it? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Because I didn't put cash in. But, so that's, that's kind of like uh, you, can, you can have an idea, work the idea, Find the validity in the idea, and then pursue your dream, and then you'll find that money. Just don't don't think you can't. Think you can. There right. You go. And then the and then the mm -hmm. other part of that, Lisa, real quick, is that when you start walking in your purpose, as Don is clearly real estate or some form of it, whether it's on the construction end or the investing end, is his niche. But when yep. but he's walking in that. But when you start walking in your purpose, then the other ideas flow as well. And so then you start to move into a territory where I call the intellectual property of what it is that you do. But you have to take the first step to at least begin to walk in your purpose because then there's like this floodgate of all of this other, uh, I call it the intelligentsia, that starts to kind of just pull down into your head as you start working in your gift. And that's where exactly. we get the patents. That's where we get the scientific breakthroughs and all the other things. And and so I would just uh, mention to the callers that make sure if you're not doing it, start. Take the first step to walk in your purpose and or your gift. That's right. That's right. And and another thing uh, along with that, for those of us who are married or have significant others, um, how important it is to have a support system. Because Don uh, and Teresa, you know, I, I want to kind of touch on this just briefly. Um, how how important it is to have uh, the ones that we are. Um, espoused with <laughs> to support us in what we do because a lot of times, uh, you know, one person may not, uh, you know, um, be on board with all or some or most of what you're, what you're doing. So how does that play out, Don, um, in, the, in the whole process of things? And I know well, that a lot of times it's not really easy, but how do you, <laughs> you know, how do you get your partner to support? You know, that's a great, great, great question for me because I've been married to the same woman for 32 and a half years. 
Oh, congratulations. Yeah, 32 and a half years. And it does wow. not come without its bumps and bruises. And many of them have been <laughs> right. <knocked> on me. <laughs> but uh, we started out, I met her in church when she was 11. I was 12. Of course, I waited until she was old enough to marry her, and then I married her. <laughs> That's right. She was, she was 19, I was 19. So when we first got married, I had uh, I was working in a store, and the store burned down, and I didn't have a job. But I was pretty good with my hands and working with my tools. And there was an accountant at the store that referred me to a uh, sister-in-law that wanted to finish basement done. Never having done anything that big, it was a big job for me then. I took it on, and it grew. Within 24 months, I was doing $65,000 a month in actual gross sales, not having a clue what I was doing. And through, I was trying to grow. I was trying to be the Donald Trump of Baltimore, and I was making some really dumb mistakes. <laughs> I was pretty good as a carpenter, but I sucked as a businessman. <laughs> you know? So, mm-hmm. you know, I went bankrupt in 1987. It was July 27th, I was discharged. And it taught me a huge lesson uh, when it comes to asset protection and so on and so forth. Well, but during that time, the stress in our marriage was overwhelming. I mean, my wife at one point said, if you don't get a job, I'm going to leave you. And me and mm-hmm. my young stupidness opened up the door of the car and said, well, there's the door. And right. how stupid that, that was to do something like that. And I, I just right. didn't know uh, where her mind was because typically one, women are more security-minded. Men are, you know, where that mind is. You know, right, so, right. Anyway, so uh, I needed to reach her security-wise. We'll save that one for another show. I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll save that one. Yeah. So but, yeah, that's the marriage conference one. <laughs> yeah. But um, what happened was as we grew together, my wife today looks back and she says, you know, I wish I'd been more supportive of your ideas. I didn't understand the type of person you were. There, you've got this edge in you that you'll try anything, you'll, you'll put yourself out there and so on. And I just, I was more security in my, and now she looks back. When her mom was um, dying of, uh, she had Alzheimer's and she was on her deathbed, nearly three months, my daughter and I, went everything we wanted to do. So Jesse put her college degree off on the side, and I put my business on the side, and I nursed her mother like an infant until she passed away. And I would be comforting myself employment. My wife looks back and says, gee, if you had not had that freedom, you know, we would have had to put mom in a home, we would have had to put her in a hospital, whatever. We were able to do that. So, And there were several things over the years from all the school trips for the kids and all the things that it took flexibility, we found a way between our, our lives together. My wife was making very good money. She's in the medical industry. And because she had that steady paycheck, although my paycheck was more sporadic, I could make mm-hmm. large chunks of income at different sporadic uh, times, she mm-hmm. learned uh, who I was as a business person and an entrepreneurial spirit. And I, of course, have learned her as it comes to security. So my, my advice is to the men out there, know that your wife and your spouse or your significant other needs to have that security. And my advice for the spouse that has the entrepreneur as a husband or a wife to understand where they're coming from as well and try to find a balance where you respect one another for what your concerns are. And right. with Darlene and I, you know, we've been married long enough to know now that there is good and bad with everything, but because we've had the longevity of 32 years, we now are so um, grateful for what we mm-hmm. have today. You know, I was saying today, we were we were sitting talking with some friends. I'm actually standing in front of a place in Williamsburg, Virginia on vacation tonight. I'm here for oh, a week. Wow. <laughs> when I was, That's awesome. Yeah, I'm in front of me in the rain. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but no, was, Don. <laughs> but I found cover. I found cover. But uh, okay. the thing is, you know, and the funny thing, girls, this is interesting, because when I was a young man living in South Baltimore in an apartment upstairs in, in the city, my wife and I were making 100, 100 I was making 100 a week. She was making $104 a week. And today, we drive the cars we want to drive. We live in the wow. half-million-dollar home. And the interesting thing was that we have a timeshare here through um, one of Donnie's aunts. And we used to come down here, and we were so in awe of all this rich-looking things around us. And now we wow. come down, it's like we live in this. You know, we live wow. this lifestyle. And it's it's just sometimes you just got to pinch yourself, but... Part of that was being crazy enough to believe you could have it and just continue uh, pushing forward. Oh, my God. You give me goosebumps. Uh, and you know you are so awesome. <laughs> yeah, I know. But see, the thing, the thing, the whole thing out of this and done, I'm not going to keep you out and standing out in the rain. Oh, uh, I'm good. I'm much longer. But, you know, the thing, what you just said right there is, like, uh, it's so inspiring because, yeah. again, it didn't happen overnight. And I need yeah. people to hear and understand. 
understand that. I need people to understand that once you start, once you decide to make up your mind with something and that you are going to, uh, you want to walk in your purpose, once you discover what that purpose is, yes, that's the first step and that's the most important one. But then after that, it still takes time for things yes. to develop. And if you do not stick with it, then you will never make it happen. Right, right. Who the right, Earl right. Girl said, uh, success is the progressive realization of a worthy goal. And then yeah. if you move towards that goal, you're experiencing incremental successes. And you've got to, yeah. you know, kind of like my wife right now is going into it. She's trying to lose some weight. And, you know, I mean, it's Aren't amazing we all? how people. I mean, that's ridiculous. She she thinks she's a moose and she's five feet tall and you know she doesn't weigh 130 pounds. <laughs> so so she's been you know she's lost 14 pounds over the last several weeks you know and and for the first time you know because I actually have a certification as a personal trainer I've done all kind of crazy stuff in my life and right. many times I try to advise her on some things and she just just doesn't understand you have to you have to. Uh, experiences those successes and celebrate them. And now what she's doing is every time she loses five pounds, she treats herself to maybe a uh, a day at a Robert Andrews uh, a massage or a facial or maybe to have something done nice for herself, you know. So it's a goal, as she said, mm-hmm. but, you know. But also one of the beauty things is just like what you said, Lisa, is it takes time. Anything, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I always say nothing any good ever came easy. And right. so with her losing weight, she knows now it's been three weeks but she's lost 14 pounds, you know, and then she's trying to lose another 14, and she'll do that because now she's taking it as it comes. She's experiencing the the, uh, successes, and then she's celebrating them, but she's keeping her eye on the prize, and she's continually moving towards that progressive realization of that goal. And so you're absolutely right. 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 Everything takes time. And, you know, when you're young, you you just want it tomorrow. You want it right now. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, just like this house, you know, we, we, we started looking at this house a year and a half ago, and we stood, I'm a Christian guy, and we stood in that kitchen, and I said, God, if it be ours, then let it be. If it isn't, slam it <laughs> shut. Don't just right. slam it shut. And here right, I am a yeah. year and a half later, and I'm going to buy the, the house for half of what we were, We literally had a contract oh, wow. on this that house, is, and we pulled that's it. That's awesome and story. And come to find out we're going to wind up getting it for half of that. And, uh, just, you know, I've been so blessed, and, and like I yes. said, with the crazy things that we have, it's paying off. So I recommend everybody go out and get crazy. And, and get crazy. <laughs> I agree with that. I agree with that. And you know what, uh, uh, Don, around here, my husband is, is constantly calling me crazy. Sometimes I think that's my first name, you know, and, and, you know, and I'm like, that's okay. I'll be crazy all day long. But when we're, Absolutely. you know, flying in my personal jet and we're, you know, doing this and we're doing that, you know, then, yes, let's see who the crazy yep. one is. But you know what? I really appreciate your stories because I, yeah. people need to hear that um, that it doesn't come overnight, and that you okay. have to stick with it. And you know, for people like us, and I know there's a lot of people out there that that are listening to this right now that that feel it, it's like a you, you feel compelled. It's a pulling, and if you don't move in that direction, you know. You you can't. It's almost like you can't help yourself. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? That you're right. If it's yep. something, if you think about it, and it's it's like it's calling you to it, and mm-hmm. and you just can't. It, you have to give it a try. It's like, and if it doesn't, if that particular thing doesn't work, that's okay. It's not that you failed in it, but what happens is a lot of times you move towards something else, and that thing that didn't work down here like a year or two ago, the experience that you learned from that is invaluable. Yes, yes. Absolutely. And you yes. take all of those things that that supposedly, and I don't like to say failed, um, because everything is a lesson. That lesson that didn't work out, that particular, but it's a lesson. Learn from that lesson because down the road you are going to need that. Yeah. I'd say, yeah. I think it was Ford that said failure is only an opportunity to begin again, only this time more intelligently. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah, I love good. that. Say that again. Say that again. That was good. Failure is only an op- yeah, Failure is an opportunity to. Oh gosh, I just lost this. <laughs> to begin. Uh, let's see. I was uh, Ford said. Okay. He said uh, failure is only an opportunity to begin again, but this time more intelligently. More intelligently. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That, that, again, that's that's a... you're smarter. And if you don't, like, I always right. say, you know, if you if, if you take that adversity and you learn from it, then you've profited. 
If you don't yeah. love it, you're an idiot. <laughs> exactly. And then the other thing on top of that, and I'm going to just real quick touch on this because the time is running out, but uh, uh, people, I, I find that one of the biggest reasons why people are afraid to move forward is because of fear of failure. Yes. You yeah, know, we have to get rid of that. We yeah. have to get rid of that that yeah. uh, that thing about failing and uh, afraid to fall. I mean, if yeah. you fall, get up, dust yourself off, and yeah. and just keep going, go again. If you fall, get up, keep moving. Yep, exactly. You just got to keep moving. We have to forward. stop being afraid of failure, afraid of rejection. And, of course, yeah. Don, you know yourself because, you, you know, you've been in sales. Um, and, of course, in, in what you do, you have to sell yourself to do what you do. You have to sell your ideas. You have to sell. So, you you know, you're going to get some no's. And I remember yeah. uh, this lady um, who, uh, B, uh, B Smith, I believe her name is, and she has the restaurants, Teresa, the African-American yeah. restaurant yeah. tour. Yeah. Okay, she yeah. was on, she was getting honored, um, I think it was on one At of the... At the BET uh, Awards. Okay, and when she said yeah. one time, and I never will forget this quote, she said, you have to stand on a pile of no's to get uh, to, to get that to one, one yes. Yes, yes, yes. I, I yes. think the uh, sales, uh, national sales statistics are the average sale is made on a fifth call. Yeah. Wow. Fifth call. So you got to try at least wow. five. you got to hear four no's. Or five notes to hear yes, or four notes to hear a yes. To hear a yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and so and, and the only way you're going to do that is to pick up that phone, ladies and gentlemen, and and you know get to calling people, call. and, right? <laughs> and, and, and you know what I find when I first started out in sales years and years ago, you know, it's that first initial call. You know, once you get that, you shake off that first initial one. You know, then the second one you get better, and then the third one you get even better after that. And once you keep going, now you're in it. You got your flow. You know what you're saying, but you've got to believe in yourself. Yeah, yeah. More so Absolutely. than believing in the product, you've got to believe in yourself. So, yes. Don, thank you. Oh my God, yes, you are it was such awesome. a pleasure. <laughs> it's been good talking to both of you again. Yeah, thanks for allowing me to be on the program tonight. I really appreciate it, and I hope that the, the words that I've shared tonight will help someone to just go out there and get a little crazy. Yeah, let's do it. All right, well, you enjoy the rest of your vacation, and yes, please say hello uh, to your you wife so for us. Okay, yeah. God bless you guys. We'll see you. Okay, hey, God bless you, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, my God, that was oh, Mr. Don so Lawrence, inspiring. Isn't he I could awesome? listen to him all day long. I just find him to be so inspiring, and he just starts from a very good place. Um, you know, he has yeah. a very firm belief in God, and Everything about him um, is just wonderful, and he's very good-looking, and, you know, he's just got it. I call him the golden child because yeah. he just looks, when you see him, he looks like he's golden. So yeah, he you know, he truly... kind of reminds me of Miami Vice. <laughs> yeah, remember or back in the day? Uh, Michael Douglas, like Michael yeah. Douglas. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Very smooth, yeah, but, but very real, but, very real yeah, people. Yes, yes, and a very, very good person, and I'm just, you know, we're just, grateful and thankful to have met him and then that also speaks to once you are on your path and journey of this kind of crazy wacky thing that you're into or moving towards you always meet people who are of like minds and similar to what you have to really edify you as you move toward your journey yes because we have to you know Teresa, life is just so short And we have to take the time to just, you know, things, we're always evolving. I mean, every single day, every minute of every day we are evolving. And you have to sometimes just kind of like, you know, we we talk about letting go of the past. We talk about um, how to uh, uh, be more loving. Yeah and and yeah. and all of that and you know yes. it's so important we have to and we have to and I say this all the time we must stop taking life so seriously um yes, yes we have bills okay yeah. Yeah. as long as you continue <laughs> to live and breathe yeah. you're going to have bills you yeah. know um yeah. but but your bills don't make you and they and you should not let your bills break you either you know, um, think of new ways to, of doing things, you know, and you've got to, and that faith, oh, that faith is so key, you yeah. know, and it, even if for people who claim that they're agnostic or they don't believe in this and they don't believe in that, okay, but you've got to believe in something. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. You know, we just can't walk around all the time, you know, in a in a state of depression or if this particular thing that you've been planning for and it doesn't work out or pan out, okay, guess what? Do something else. Yes, 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 yes. And Every how day important we have a chance to do something different. Yes, yes, and how important it is, just like I said, is one, you know, and the reason why I ask uh, Don about the money is sometimes we get so caught up in thinking that we need this money or thinking I can't make this happen because I have a house note, a car note, or this, and we need to move outside of that. And I think one of the keys or the highlights of his conversation regarding the crazies tonight is that the most important thing is your relationships. And usually it is relationships that move move us forward. I know yeah. all of the jobs that I ever got in life were uh, it, was, it happened to be as a result of someone who I knew, not because I exactly. actually did uh, you know uh, uh, applied for the ad or what have you. So right. those relationships, or if I got a job to the ad, it was the connection I made with that person who interviewed me. So I would challenge the listeners tonight in their crazy zany, uh, crazy zany world, and and moving <laughs> forward is to never forget the relationships. Okay, that's right. That's right. So uh, we're down to the, I will leave you with this segment of the show. This went by uh, rather quickly tonight, (laughs) as they always do. Uh, Mother Teresa once stated, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. We all want to be great and do great things. When we think about the universe, it is very vast and infinite. Our minds can't even begin to fathom or conceive the vastness of it all. If you take a moment and stop whatever you're doing and just look up at the sky, it appears to go on and on and on forever. When we take a look up and look at the wonder of it all, it seems like the possibilities of life are never-ending, just like that sky. And if the sky is never-ending, why should we limit our minds to think that our ideas and thoughts have to have a limit? Why do we think our thoughts have to have an end? Our minds are as vast as the sky above us. We just have to step outside of ourselves, leave ego behind, and step into the knowing, that sacred place within that contains a special knowing. In this place of knowing that dwells within, there is no doubt about the guidance that is available to us when we are unified with our source. It is that place from which all inspiration springs forth. From there, we shall listen and receive our divine wisdom to move forward in this ever-changing world in which we live. No, we alone can't change the world, but with our thoughts and actions towards change, we sure can put a dent in it. So that concludes our show for this evening. I want to thank everyone for tuning in with us. Uh, A shout-out to my family and friends who are always loving and supporting me, and also to my Facebook family for listening in. Thank you, Don, for taking time out of your busy schedule to be with us tonight. We really appreciate you and wish you continued success on all of your ventures. Once again, Ms. Teresa Hamilton, thank you for coming on and sharing your wisdom with us. Thank you for your wisdom, for knowledge is power. And, of course, when we know better, we do better. Please tune in next week, October 22nd, at 6.30 Eastern Standard Time. Also, don't forget to stop by my website, yourdestinyawaits.net, to get some extra motivation and inspiration. Download us for free on iTunes and like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny 101 your mission if you choose to accept it is take the necessary time to do a true self-evaluation seek god and learn how to love yourself first because after all you owe it to yourself to know yourself 
Once again, I'm Lisa M. Saunders, and thank you for tuning in to Blog Talk Radio's A Date with Destiny, and I'm looking forward to sharing with you next week. Peace and abundant blessings, everyone.